You are the man now, dog. 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 And welcome to the Man Dog Pod, the improv and conversation podcast with me, Dan the Man Lippert, and my co-host, Ryan the Dog Rosenberg. Oh, all right. Thank you, the man. <laughs> uh, From the dog to the man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm seeing you for the fourth time, I think, in two days over Zooms or third mm -hmm. time, maybe. And it's never a bummer. It's too much. Oh, I thought you were going to say it's too oh much for you. Oh, my gosh. No. Oh, my gosh. It's always nice, isn't it? How do people I've been thinking about this because we used to be this type of person and maybe still are who that's what you do on a podcast. You do a little razz. You do a funny <laughs> little riff. And I, I don't think we do that as much with each other. Not how do people? Much. How are you entertaining if you don't do that? That feels like a main source of entertainment, just being nice to know. somebody's not as entertaining. I think I got my own feelings hurt too many times and decided I can't do it anymore. You know what happened is I, I had like a, a brief dating experience with someone who was really sarcastic over text. <laughs> and I was like, you're just sending mean words to me, even though they're funny. <laughs> right. they're just On paper, they're just mean mm -hmm. words. I, I, I um uh, I, I, but maybe we'll bring our guests on and talk about them first, the business, then the pleasure. Mm -hmm. If you're listening to the free version of this episode, um, you can also check us out on Patreon for just $5 a month. You get full versions of all the episodes, extended deleted scenes, video of all the episodes, weekly two man episodes with Ryan and I, and our full backlog immediately. So give us five bucks, check it out and see if you like it for a month. And, uh, we'll see you on there. Patreon.com slash you're the man now, dog. And all that being said, let's bring on our guests. Woo! The very sarcastic Vic Michaelis. Hi, Vic. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. I don't know what to do with that. I, that made me instantly <laughs> well, so nervous. I know. I just did what I said I don't do at all. Uh, but I saw you while we were telling that story make faces like maybe you felt like you were being accused or, or not accused, but like you felt like you related to what I was saying. You know what? It did like it is the kind of thing where I feel like I have friends with uh, I, I'm very I'm somebody that'll very much melt into the kind of conversation that I'm having. Like mm -hmm. I'll really like meet people's energy where they're at. So I have some friends where like our only kind of conversations with each other is just like being the meanest any person has ever been to another human <laughs> being. Yeah. And that's just like and like no winking, no nodding. That's just it. And right. like I, I love those people to death. Uh, and then I have some people that like if I like answer a text even slightly in a way that could be perceived as like snarky at all i then have to spend like two days apologizing for it you know what i mean yes i do those are I've, two very different extremes yeah it's exhausting <laughs> i feel you i feel you and when we have one more guest raging bitch and asshole james Mannion. uh hey how's it going uh Losers. <laughs> hey, James, you're not a raging bitch or asshole. I was just kidding from the jokes that we were saying. Uh, or were you? 
<laughs> this is that banter. This is that good banter. Look at that bitch banter. No, I don't know how to do this. Yeah, us either. It's okay. Yeah. We're not good at the that. The conversation part. is flowing. Look at this. It is. Everybody's a little nervous, a little scared. It feels good. It's really good. Now we're just trying so hard not to be to be mean as a joke, but not be actually mean, and it's tough. Ryan and I were just talking about. Um, look, Ryan and I were in a limo over the weekend. Ooh. I don't know what to tell you. We were in a limo. Uh, our, what the heck? Our friend, what the heck? Our friend, um, I don't know if he's like, yeah, I guess he's posting on Instagram, so he's not trying yeah. to keep this private or anything, but our friend Joel had a birthday party that, and he got limos for the party. I think he wanted his double limo party to be a little bit more on the down low. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> there was two limos, and we were in the... More down-to-earth limo. We were in the down-to-earth sized limo and and, uh, styled one. But we were talking about um, would you ever do a roast like with your actual friends that came up in the limo. And it was like, for me, that's that's a hard no. I'm not interested Mm -hmm. in a roast. Like of you or being a part of a roast? All of the above. All of the above. I don't really want to know. Like, I think if you're smart, which we all are. You can really read into a roast. So if people are being like a little too nice, you're like, you take that offensive. Mm -hmm. Or if you hear the same type of joke 10 times, you go like, oh, so this is a thing I thought I was hiding that I wasn't hiding (laughs) well or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's like, I don't need to know any of that stuff. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I kind of agree. Is LA big like in roast culture? Because Vancouver, that's a huge part of the comedy scene up here. Is like really there are there's like entire like sets of like there's an entire criteria of show that is like roast based. There's like roast battles and rap battles that are (laughs) meant to like roast fictional characters as well as like a stand up roast battles. It really is like such a huge part of the comedy culture up here. A fictional roast battle UCB. I think Emily Maya Mills used to have one at UCB that was a historical roast. And I think that's a great idea where you can like write that style of joke, which some people are really good at, but about uh, like Abe Lincoln instead of James Mannion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, I love doing shows where you have to do a lot of homework. <laughs> <laughs> this free show was awesome and took me a week. Yeah, uh, but I don't. I think in the stand-up world, roasts are a big part of the culture in LA. Mm-hmm. Like there was one that got pretty successful at the comedy store or whatever. Um, and like once a thing like that happens, it, it, in a way, it's almost a stand-up version of a cage match where it's an easy mm-hmm. sell to an audience that's not that interested over otherwise <laughs> uh and it like adds an extra element that turns the show into like a more interactive experience maybe it's yeah that absolutely checks answer. out yeah it's just tough to watch people be that mean i don't really feel that bad for the person the jokes are about i just don't like seeing that side of people being really insulting it just makes me go like mm-hmm. like that hide that you know what i mean yeah it's yeah. like you have to, like, I, like, like you were saying earlier, Dan. Like, I don't, I don't really want to be on either side of it. But I think I would have a harder time being the person writing the joke because it's like you're gonna think of stuff. Like, as soon as that's your task, you're like gonna think of stuff about the person. And then I would be like, how do I conceal the fact that I actually think this about? Like, like, right. It's like, what do you actually go for versus not? Like, yeah. Seeing people actually go for it, you're like, wow, they they really uh, they really think that. Yeah. <laughs> Can I ask a question that nobody has to answer? 
what would your biggest fear be that like people were going to roast you on? Like if you're like, it's you've decided to do it for whatever reason, the night mm-hmm. before the roast, you're like, I'm going to crumble immediately if people right. start talking about blank. So put my biggest insecurity on tape right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just for people to sort of know about. Um, uh, I don't know. Um, that's a good question. Because I'm, I'm honestly like relatively secure in myself. Uh, I don't know how much people could it, like. It would have to be people really close to me. It, I think it would be like you're an unreliable friend. <laughs> or it's like, oh, <laughs> or it's like, right. uh, yeah. Like, every single person said like, you're the biggest flake I know. You'd be like, what? Yeah. I'm like a loser. <laughs> like I don't show up for people. Yeah. That'd be tough. To or hear. like, I know you hang out with me out of pity or something like that, <laughs> Like, which is not, oh. I can't think of anyone that that's true for, but if that was true <laughs> right. about someone and, and like, I thought I was getting by on it and it wasn't mm-hmm. that way, that would be a thing. Right. But yeah, like, if someone was out. like. I don't know. I guess I'd probably get a bunch of tall jokes. But like, if even if like I'm self conscious about like my body generally, if people were like, "This fat guy's got huge nipples," I'd be like, <laughs> "Yeah, <laughs> like that." That doesn't really hurt my yeah. feelings. <laughs> it sucks okay. to hear, but <laughs> yeah, I think I would be like, uh, you know, obviously I have no hair, um, so that's like an easy like target. And I've heard them, you know, I've heard them all from like strangers on the, on the street. Like, is that true? Are people constantly on the street saying stuff to you? People say all kinds of stuff. But if some, if one of my friends, like if it was, if it was a really good joke, I'd be like, great, that's hilarious. Like if one of my friends (laughs) did it, it wouldn't bother me. But if it was like just mean, I would almost be disappointed in that. Like I'd be like, yeah. You couldn't think of anything like you, this. You couldn't think of anything that you like know me better or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Right. Like if it was a really good joke, then it would be fine. But if it was an easy joke, uh, I guess like, I would oh, be. You're, like, you're kind of dumb. You're kind of yeah, lazy I'd be and like, dumb. Wow. You you didn't. Your biggest fear is that the people closest to you aren't actually very funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and aren't very close to you. Like, but one, right. yeah, Yes, yes, us. yes. Yeah. That they don't actually, like, see me. The lack see of See my real flaws right. or whatever. I, right. I've done this as a coach, but uh, it, it, which I shouldn't because I don't really like it as an exercise. But <laughs> And it's happened in my improv practices where um, – someone sits in front of the team and the whole team says stuff that that person is really good at characters that that person's done that they remember and like stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. I remember like getting or saying stuff. That's just like, you're just always so funny and on game. And it's like, uh, that's not good enough. You know, that's like the see you next summer of an improv (laughs) compliment. Uh, Or like, see you next year, whatever that yearbook signature is. Stay cool. Um, but that, yeah. that's kind of what you're saying, James. It's like, oh, we know each other so well, and you, it takes you a while to think of something you really like about me. And I feel that about others, where it's like, oh, yeah. I love this person, but in the moment I'm having trouble thinking about a thing mm-hmm. to, like, say. Yeah. yeah, like, that would also be one of my fears is, like, doing that to somebody else. You'd yeah. Be like, oh, shoot, I don't, I don't actually know this person that well. <laughs> or, like, I hurt their uh, feelings in the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I hurt their feelings in the wrong way. <laughs> they wanted me a certain way, but I got too deep. Um, well, to Mark and Tracy, um, I think at first I'll be the first to say 
what a beautiful wedding. A- amazing vows. It's I'm so happy to see each other, everybody here. Sorry, I'm a little nervous. Um, <laughs> and uh, Mark, you're my brother, man. And it it is so cool to see you be married to somebody who is such a person that you should be in love with. And and I'm real. I'm realizing now that I think I'm done with my speech. <laughs> um, but I I just to to, to love and to young love really and He's old. He's kidding. Love. He's kidding. Surely he wrote a real speech. He's kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a joke. Uh, obviously what, what, what I meant to say to everybody, especially Mark and Tracy is Mark. I mean, we play, we played catch together growing up. You're my brother, man. That's right, man. And Tracy, you know, after I remember Mark's first date with you and I remember him coming home. Wow. <laughs> And just, I remember that night, and, was, and 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 it was a really interesting. It's I'm so glad you got married afterwards. Dylan, you're my actual brother. You have to do better than this. <laughs> you literally have to do better than this. How can we? Uh, can someone go and I'll regret? I'm a little nervous. I'm not used to public speaking. Okay. I need to regather my thoughts. I had kind of done a thing last night where I bullet pointed in my head what I want to say, and I have blanked. So I think I'm going to put them down in my notes app here. And I'll just stand up and talk again. Why don't you take okay? a break? Why don't you take okay. a break? Why don't Thank we have you. my best man, Corbin, go? Corbin, oh, you got Corbin. this. <laughs> Corbin. Hey, hey everybody. Uh, I'm Corbin. Uh, you <laughs> saw me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's up, bro? Yeah. You saw me at the buffet getting all the pulled pork. Um, <laughs> anyway, it's, it's not so that nice. funny. That's not that funny. Hey, come on. Okay. Sorry. It's, you know, it's Corbin's turn. So why don't you keep working on your notes out? You're right. Um, uh, everybody, uh, you know, thanks everybody for being here and, and, and making this such a special day for Mark, my, my best friend, um, Mark, uh, you have always, uh, been around. You've (laughs) always, uh, I've seen you for such a long time. Uh, when I'm doing stuff in my life, you're there. Um, and oh my gosh, you guys joint pranking us. What is this? This is like, you guys know us, you know, you have a piece of paper in your hand. Why don't you just open that? And and why don't you read off that? Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was going to get to that. The the paper. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let me just open up this paper. Um, Mark has a, uh, bachelor's in, history from the University of Arizona, where we went to school together. Bear down. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah. And one of the, one of the things I love so about, sorry. one of the things I love about Mark, uh, my best friend, is that he um, grew up in uh, Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, Mark, the amount of conversations we would have about uh, Boston, uh, and where you grew up and your major at. I only went to high school in Boston. I grew up sort of more in New York. Oh yeah. No, I've not so easy. Is it everybody? Not so easy. Corbin, you literally gave Mark a kidney. I mean, like you could talk maybe about that experience a little bit. These are just sort of facts. You know what I mean? They're just facts. Uh, 
I'm getting to it. And Tracy, I'm getting to you. Don't worry. <laughs> hey, no one's safe. Okay. Tracy, it's I'm It's not getting. a roast, guys. It's not it's a roast. Not it's good. just a toast. No, so. so far it's almost been oh, nothing. Okay, let me just. Um, on, Are you shaking uh, your phone? Yeah, when you shake it, it undoes your typing. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. Um, backspace. Okay, so. Shaking's quick. <laughs> that can't be true. You don't have to stand to shake. You're and certainly not next to the microphone. Excuse me. Are we shaking? You don't even have your phone out, Corbin. You don't need to shake anything. Shaking the paper is not going to do anything. Shake the paper. Uh, okay, you well, know what? Actually, why don't we just conclude no. speeches? Why don't I we think just? That's a great idea. Yeah, why don't we take the mic mm-hmm. back? And um, we let, just let, sorry, think. let me just finish up by saying on December seventeenth, uh, two thousand seventeen, uh, Corbin received one. Uh, <laughs> Corbin gave one kidney to. Uh, You're a Corbin. <laughs> yes, I, it says here that uh, Corbin, who is me, uh, received uh, gave one. Mark received one kidney from from Corbin on December. Uh, okay, well, I think I'll put us out of our misery here, and I'll take the <laughs> mic back. Oh, God. Um, okay, okay, all right. Looks like he has some. All right, okay, here we go. Mark and Tracy. <laughs> you don't have to start over. Webster's defines Mark as a small area on surface having a different color from its surroundings, typically Please one me. caused Please by stop. accident or damage. Well, that's not how I know Mark. Um. Okay, uh, some people are getting up for drink refills. Hang on. On September 11th, 2001, the world okay. was changed right. forever. Okay. And we're going to take the there. mic. Thank you so much. Why don't we so just much. cut it there? Jesus. And you know I think what? we want to say, what do we want to say? We want to say thank you say, to all of our families. Yes. And friends. And friends. And, and just loved ones, everyone who's here. Yes. Thank you so much for being here. For, we feel so yeah. known by you, and mm-hmm. we will remember you here for the rest of our days, you know? Yeah, I actually wrote a post-speech speech speech, uh, that was supposed to sort of be uh, thanking the people that gave speeches, uh, and I don't think it's super appropriate to read now. So Yeah, why don't we can it? That's okay. Yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and can that. It was sort of a sweet tribute um, to, you know, our our collective best friend and my brother uh, on their their speeches about how, you know, how how big a part of their lives that we've been. And I think maybe I'm going to leave it for now. All right, folks, those were the speeches. And now we're going to join the bride and groom on the dance floor for their first dance together. (laughs) And they have requested from us, the band, a very special song that we all remember. Right. Uh, Come sail away. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Come sail away. Romantic. Uh, All right, three. Well, let's start it over. One, two. Uh, You take it. Yeah, drummer takes the count in. That's better. That's your job. That's right. Yeah, I'll take the count. All right. Okay. One, two, three. Click. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 
Okay, so it's kind of feeling like you guys didn't practice the song. So why don't you just play a song? Why don't you play a nice song? How about that? Okay. Use an iPod if you'd like. Yeah. Okay. I think that's a great idea. I, I Thank shook you, Mark. mine too much. My iPod doesn't work anymore. <laughs> yeah, if you shake the iPod, it shuffles your songs. Yeah, it shuffled it all up. How about just any song? Any song is fine. All right. Any song is fine at this point. You got it. You know, folks, some people okay. say you should elope. And we said no. Yeah. All the people we love are going to want to be here and wish us well. And you know what? No offense to each and every person here, but you've all been horrible wedding guests. I am deeply offended by every person here other than my beautiful wife's mother, who has been very supportive. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to score some points. He's got to score some points. <laughs> Um, Why is I, – I don't know if there's anything as funny to me than someone genuinely thinking that something is beautiful. <laughs> it's like so vulnerable yeah. and like sweet, you know what I mean? But it also feels like you kind of can't say it without some, wanting someone to hear you say it. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm this sure. is beautiful. Look yeah. what I think. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to think of the last time I said like – in front of a group of people that something or someone was beautiful. Like it's kind of, that's kind of a private compliment. <laughs> it's like, Oh, you look so great today. Like, but yeah. 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 I totally agree with you, Ryan. It's deeply vulnerable. It's like, well, cause it's also putting yourself out there. It's like, this is something about me. This is what I think about. Like, yes. this is like how you're getting a little insight into how I view the world right now. And if you right. disagree with me, then we have some like weird like core level fundamental difference we gotta uh we gotta address this guy thinks that's beautiful <laughs> you know, like. yeah and you could yeah you run the risk of like someone thinking that you're like corny or <laughs> right know. corny is the right fear for sure <laughs> um Never mind. I was going to make this about the Beatles again, and I just can't keep talking no, about do this it. Get Back documentary. I started watching a little bit of it. I've almost through the first third. Oh, man. All right. Well, then I, I'll say I'm excited it. to finish more. Um, uh, that's a, a thing that I've been talking a lot to my girlfriend about with like Paul McCartney is he is like so candidly cheesy. Uh, and like uh, his lyrics are very, you know, just like straightforward kind of like open hearted uh um but like cheesy is what a lot of people would accuse him of and like how how John Lennon is kind of like cool and dark and whatever and it's just but he's like the most famous songwriter of all time uh and the most successful one and is so good at it but it's just interesting to see like that I I could never write lyrics like that it's why I'm not Paul McCartney but yeah I I was thinking today I haven't I haven't seen the the documentary but this isn't even really specifically about the Beatles, but in general, like any song where the lyrics are just like about like just having fun, mm. like <laughs> like I, I I don't have an example off the top of the uh, right. off the Beach top Boys, of my head. like stuff like that, mm. yeah, like yeah, Surfing USA or like whatever. I hear a song where they're just like we're having fun tonight, like like <laughs> where that's what it's about. I it almost makes me go like, oh yeah, like. I could just go have fun. Like having fun is like something that you can just go do. That's a state of mind. Yeah. I'm inspired yeah. by this song to have yeah. fun. I think you're that's classically the, oh sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say you're classically very convinced by song lyrics. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's why we won't let you listen to Helter Skelter. Yep. <laughs> Depending on the Beatles song, James goes crazy. Yeah. <laughs> One's well, last. I go 
Oh, okay. I go crazy for all of them. It's just in a different way. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time you or anyone can speak uh, to this, but did, like mindfully had fun? I I feel like I do a lot. You do. That's yeah, nice. I feel like that's a big part of my life. And I really think my dad is to thank for that because like we had a very weird situation growing up. And so anytime things would get too bad or too weird, he'd be like, we're going to Disney. We're going to Florida. We're hopping <laughs> on a plane. And so literally, like if things were getting too crazy at home, like I knew it was super crazy because we would quite literally be boarding a flight that weekend to go to Orlando, Florida. <laughs> wow. And I I, so that. I was like, oh, if you want to, you can you could really make it what you want you know what mm-hmm. i mean like you if you want to have a good time you can you can figure it out yeah i agree it, i love that that's really cool it's interesting to hear too because like my understanding based on like your comedic social media like the stuff you put out like that's intentionally funny my understanding is you are always at universal studios or disneyland <laughs> with your dad <laughs> i freaking love my dad dan you gotta get over it he's, not, my best, I, he's my I, best I, friend I, and i love him <laughs> Now that's beautiful. That's really that's beautiful. Great. Getting that's freaking beautiful. roasted for my dad being my friend. No, that wasn't a that wasn't a roast at all. It's literally like how I experience your like your that you do all those character or whatever you would say like joke videos at Disney or Universal with your dad. Funny, I don't call them jokes. I more just uh, want people to see that I'm having a good time with my best friend. Oh, and, you know, so the whole that's premise sort of, like... of most of them is that your dad's ignoring you. <laughs> Sometimes your best friend doesn't have time. Right. He's busy, too, and that's He's acceptable. Busy. Yeah. Uh, it's just interesting. I, what I'm trying to say is it's interesting that it had, like, that it that it that you still do that. Like, oh, I'm going to go do – I'm going to go choose to do a fun – thing which like for me is maybe going to movies that's really like uh, mine's mine aren't as as maybe uh big in that sense that absolutely counts though because you're like carving you know two to four hours out of your Mm -hmm. day door to door to be like i'm gonna do nothing i'm gonna be off my phone i'm gonna buy a ten dollar popcorn and i'm gonna sit in silence for a little bit Mm -hmm. true True. what about you james last time you can you think of a time you had fun on purpose well I mean, I guess like, uh, I don't know. I guess I consider any time I meet up with friends, uh, I guess usually I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm having fun. Yeah. But, uh, I'm not convinced. <laughs> okay. I'm I mean, having fun. But <laughs> I mean, at the end of the night, you're kind of always left with like, was that, was that fun? Like, is any of this fun? <laughs> Uh, James's friends listening I, to this like high on hanging out last night just like man I loved uh, we were really cooking last night I thought I was making him laugh <laughs> uh, no, really I have fun. a friend who I, I, have a, I have a good friend who you know will always will like hit each other up to be like you know let's go get a drink tonight or something and it'll be like let's like let's go get a drink and it'll be like a Tuesday or something and I think we always, there's always like a sense of like mischief. And then yeah. we're sitting there after like two hours and we're like, let's just go home. Like, what do we, <laughs> like, <laughs> like we're both like anything the other day. Happen. Yeah. After drink number two, anything could happen. <laughs> yeah. And you're still at birds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I think um, probably as people who I would say like have an inherent love for childlike fun. 
we built their thing into our lives mm-hmm. that made it so we could kind of have fun like five nights a week. Like even if you're not in a yeah. show, you could easily go see a show or go see your friends after a show. And like it wasn't like what I'm realizing 99% of the people in the world have, which is like, oh, you have to check in and with people and do it. It's not just like we just had a weird little college that you could always go to if you wanted to. And so that is, I guess – one of the reasons we don't have to mindfully do it as much is like we had a thing where we could just go to it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I think we're all people that spend a lot of time hanging out in that backstage area mm-hmm. now that I think about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, like as I grow older, I, I look less for f- like fun and laughter and more for like happiness and contentment. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think because I'm like, oh, the fun's coming. I get to do comedy or I laugh with my friends or whatever. I'm like, what do I do when I'm not doing that? Like, I'm trying to make those parts of my life better. Does that make sense? Yeah. Brian, can I tell a fun anecdote about you? That's one of my favorite things that I always think about when I think of you. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Is that Brian used to coach our improv team. And I think like on this topic, one of my absolute favorite things is every (laughs) single time he'd show up backstage for a show, he had a small cup of ice cream from the ice cream store (laughs) (laughs) next door and it made me endlessly happy and now every time i go near the theater around the theater it makes me immediately crave ice cream uh and i so i do that now last time i was at franklin i uh i got myself a little ice cream what a treat what a treat Uh, and, (laughs) and each time i would go okay I'm embarrassed. This I'm going to walk in with an ice cream, not for the first time, but again. And I just got to go, hey, it's okay that I like ice cream, you know? Because it's tough to walk. It's just got to be okay that I like ice cream. It's tough to walk into a room of comedians with anything that they aren't already doing. You know what I mean? And it immediately gets all the attention. Yeah. But I always appreciated your support, Vic. Thank you. No, absolutely. I, I'm so supportive. I actively stole it as a personality trait of mine now. So, <laughs> Well, you guys also very sweet me, sweetly gave me a gift card for that ice cream place as a little uh, gift, uh, coaching gift, which was really nice. Well, we wanted to support. Well, it was well used. I promise. <laughs> I mean, and it is one of those things, like you said, Ryan, of like d- doing something different. Because there are people who coach teams who every Monday night would crack a beer. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's not going to get the roast. Uh, like, but I don't know. What's weirder, having a Coors Light once a week or a little ice cream? Yeah. Yeah. You have to, like, like going back to saying, like, oh, that's beautiful. There has to be an element of risk. <laughs> you big know, risk. That's right. For it to it's a huge fun. risk to walk in it's with like, a little And I, ice that's cream. all yeah. I would get when I walk into the theater. That's beautiful. <laughs> that's beautiful that you're eating ice cream. That, Seven so that's another days. thing about that's beautiful, I think, is what you're saying now is, is a way it's used where it's like most people wouldn't do what you're doing. Like it's yeah. actually kind of an insult, yeah. but it's like yeah. I'm so proud of you for having the confidence to do this thing. It's so cool yeah. that you don't care about our obvious judgment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Talking about fears. I think that like I grew up being one of those people where like I kind of marched to my own drum a little bit. And I think that that is like one of my things that still hangs with me is people doing that thing of like, oh, that's so unique. How interesting. (laughs) How you. It's very you. How you. (laughs) It's very funny. Uh, I think I've said this before, but I've like I think I had this. I had this thing in high school that your personality is a thing that you do. And so it would be like, I w- it's not who you are. It's like, Dan wears crazy colorful shoes. 
or whatever. You know, Dan has like wears a lot of uh, like I was. I was, look. I don't want to be a hipster about it, but I was going to Hot Topic before people were going to Hot Topic, and I had like a vanilla. I was, I was. Uh, I discovered that. I discovered store awesome in the Hot mall. Topic. Uh, it was just a tiny little kiosk before you found it. Before it was before it became like Invader Zim or whatever, uh, and like Rick and Morty stuff. They it was like the an early nostalgia buy place. So I had like a Mr. T shirt from a uh, Hot Topic and a vanilla ice shirt, and this had been like. A decade after they were mm-hmm. cool. Um, <laughs> but now I have that still where it's like, it's baked into me that like, I'll get a coffee and I won't finish it so I can show up with a coffee. As if that's mm-hmm. my personality. It's like, Dan's got a cop. Like, I'm holding the thing right now. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. You have to prove to people. I was I was doing stuff before this. I was making decisions before this, and, and you're seeing the you're, you're, you're seeing, seeing part of results. my day right now. Yeah, yeah. puzzle piece, muzzle piece, puzzle piece, puzzle piece, puzzle piece. It's muzzle piece sounds like something you could get at Hot Topic these days. These days, yeah, it's a leather store now. <laughs> it's a leather store. <laughs> Um, what's going on in our Christmas or whatever you want to call it plans? You're, oh yeah. Is anybody gearing up for a big holiday celebration? You went to Vancouver early. Is that for family or is that for work, Vic? Um, a little bit of both. Uh, so it's just one of those things where it's, uh, we had planned on coming up a little bit later and then a potential work opportunity came up. So I came up even sooner than that so we'll see if it pays off uh historically it has not but i do a little (laughs) tour for christmas every year so i'm here and then i am uh i go to chicago and then i used to go to toronto and then florida but i don't have to do toronto this year so it'll just be florida that is quite a tour yeah a north american tour which is just Mm -hmm. fun (laughs) Uh, and is that all just to see family or are you like doing stuff in each place yeah, my mom is in Chicago, so we, uh, me and my brother, go, are going out there, and then we're meeting the rest of our family down in Florida. So we're in Chicago for like a day and a half, like thirty six hours, and then we're uh, booking it down to Florida. Nice. I'm actually going to London for a week. Foggy. England? I've never been England, nice. London, Foggy. England. Never been. Can't wait. Just got a nice new coat to wear to stay warm. You know what I mean. Oh, that's and gonna be so fun! It's gonna be really, it's gonna be beautiful. I think. I think it's just gonna for be really kicks, beautiful. or is there was there something that's bringing you out there? I'm going with my girlfriend's family, and they're oh, going. They're going sorry shopping because there's a wedding in April that they're sort of preparing for. So Fantastic. we're, we're going to sorry just shopping. Up. Yes, for uh, for saris, like the for outfit Indian, sorry. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. not like. I thought there is – I'm so unaware of wedding terminology. I thought there would be a thing that's like, well, then you do your sorry shop. You're sorry right. you're spending so much money. But uh, I like that. Like that's sort of like in the same tradition as like the – whatever, the years of gifts or something. Yeah. Paper and you're sorry years for – you have to stay married. Um, I have to interrupt briefly. Something that I'm actually quite excited about has just happened. My phone got a green line in the middle of it. Whoa. Oh, just now? What's that? Just now? Just now. Out of nowhere. Wow. Whoa. A thin green line? A thin green line. Well, I love an excuse to spend money. 
I try not to spend too much money, but if something breaks. I'm like mm-hmm. constantly hoping somebody will just total my car when I'm not in it. Uh, <laughs> so you can get have to get a new one? Yeah. I love like getting things for myself, but it's like we, we wanted a new TV during the pandemic because we were home all day and the TV was like not great. And it was like, well, we can't just buy a TV. And the next night while we were watching Friday Night Lights, it crapped out. And it was like, hell yeah, we get to get a new TV now. <laughs> right. And well, do you, do you think you're going to turn in the phone and, and sort of do a refund, or are you going to go for a full purchase? Uh, we'll see. I really don't want the new iPhone that has the wide lens camera because it makes me look insane. Uh, <laughs> and, like, mostly that's what I use iPhones for, it. like why I would spend yeah. big bucks. I kind of want the Samsung flip phone, but I don't want to be the guy on the text chain. We all know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. But is the wide-angle lens? You do you have to use it, or is it different than the old wide-angle lens? I don't know. I just anytime someone takes a picture on that new camera, I look <laughs> like I fucking gained four hundred feet like <laughs> wide. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I gained 400 feet it, it, it's the new equivalent of like pictures of doing an improv show where it's like don't show me the wide angle photo of me I don't want to yeah. see it yeah, yeah, yeah. okay sir so we're uh, I'm, I'm looking at the return process form here it does look like you did open the phone um, it, I, we checked the hardware not looking like anything is particularly wrong so just your complaint for wanting to return this phone is <laughs> it makes you look crazy ugly fat crazy in all the photos yes correct okay all right i hear what you're saying uh unfortunately that's not covered under any kind of apple care policy so i am going to have to go ahead and give you this phone back if you want to turn it in can i have a Uh, quick conversation to you these things (laughs) that we do here it's so impersonal it's almost like we are the machines and i just want to relate to you for a moment can i relate to you sure just for a brief moment of course. Here are the photos that I tried to take for my Hinge profile. Okay. Do you oh, see no. me here? Yeah, sure. Okay. See, I thought that was a tree for a second. No. But sort of one of those dead trees. No. You know, the ones that are upside down. I don't know. But the descriptive oh, words are very, very bad in a sense that it's like, yes, I do see bad things here. And yes, upside down dead tree is not what I want to look like to prospective romantic partners. I hear um, you. It's, you know, so just seeing this picture, can you do anything for me? Here, this is me and my little nephew. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm not trying to eat him here, but it looks like I am based on just so the So your force. mouth is wide open it's in this It's not photo. wide open. It's not wide open. I'm saying cheese. But the force perspective. You got shark teeth in the photo. You got shark teeth in the photo. In the photo, I do. <laughs> I just don't understand how the camera would be responsible for this. I don't. I can either. see it maybe blowing out the photo a little bit, but your teeth are are angular in this photo. I, I don't know what they're doing up there in 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 um in uh, the place that they make my time zone when I buy the phone, Cooperstown or whatever it's called. Uh, okay. <laughs> Cupertino. Cupertino, sir. Cupertino. Thank you. Yes. Cupertino. Thank you. And what a kind. You could have just been a stranger overhearing me, drowning looking for that word, but instead, you did a kindness for me. Uh, do you mind if I hug you? Um, okay. Thank you. Thank you for being a friend. Now, sir, I'm I'm taking a look at the policy here. Uh, you didn't purchase Apple Care, unfortunately, so my hands are a little bit tied. We could do a trade in, and uh, for your fifteen hundred dollar phone, I can give you four hundred and fifty dollars back if that's of any interest to you. And 
Um, would you like me to have this conversation while we're still in the hug, sir? Or would you like me to now <laughs> end the hug as we move on? I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. Okay. <laughs> Thank finished. you. No, Thank you. I just wanted to make sure. Um, so you can give me a 400 and f- you can pay me $450 to get a new phone is my understanding of that. So you paid $1,500 for your phone. Uh-huh. We can do a trade in and I can give you $450 back. So what do I get? Here? You lose ten fifty, <laughs> sir. Thank you so much, sir. <laughs> Bring it in here. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, no, I don't want to lose money because clearly you can see. I mean, let me just take. I, I don't know. It's not just the photos. Okay. Um, look at the way these emojis send from me. Uh, sure. So here's a little conversation I had with a prospective lover. And okay. <laughs> I send the little flattered emoji here, but with the tongue out. Right. But then she she says, uh, ew, gross. And it's like, I didn't mean to be gross here. I was just flattered that we matched with each other. Do you see that there? I see that, but I'm also looking at what she said. And she said, actually, my dad passed away last year, and it's really been bothering me that people don't understand what I'm saying. So I actually think maybe she did have a problem with the emoji that you sent. It seems like maybe it wasn't a proper response. And once again, I don't think that's a phone issue. I think that might be some user error. Well, I, maybe I didn't intend – now that you mentioned I didn't intend to send that emoji, I meant to send the crying one. And so the phone buttons are all over the place. As you can see, my fingers, when I try to push, I'm pushing three emojis. I appreciate your help here uh, so much, but maybe <laughs> you can see how much I'm struggling. I, I'm so lonely. I see. That um, it, uh, maybe a new phone would help me find a partner, and that is the issue. I absolutely see. Well, sir, you know what? We can try and trade you in for a phone of uh, of lesser value at this point. I don't normally do this. You seem like you need it right now, and I can absolutely do that for you. So we can trade you in for a phone of equal or lesser value for the value of the phone right now, which is $450. Uh, So we can go ahead and get that settled for you. What kind of phone are you looking for? One that makes me look sexy and not say crazy (laughs) things, I guess, over text. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Like this picture up here that says shot on an iPhone. Whatever took that picture, (laughs) I want to look like that shark jumping out of the water. Not like a shark. I know the shark teeth thing from earlier. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so, but you know so, how clear the picture is. That's what a shark looks like. It's just your nephew's leg was bleeding a little bit in that photo. So I'm just a little, again, I really don't think that that was a phone issue. I didn't bite my nephew's leg like a shark. <laughs> I, didn't I didn't bite my nephew's that. leg like a shark. Good. Okay. You know what? I'll just take some of the AirPods and I'll get out of here. I'll take <laughs> you three, just want a pair of AirPods? No, I'll take three AirPods for the price you quoted me, four fifty. I keep the phone okay. because it's not worth anything to me. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, we have we do have to take the phone back. It is a trade-in. So if you go ahead and give us the phone back, I can I you know what? I'll be happy to set you up with three pairs of AirPods. Oh, three pairs a of AirPods. Date? I'm sorry, I thought you were gonna ha- you were gonna set me up with someone in your life that was also single and looking for connection, but you're just gonna set me up with AirPods. Sir, what's your name? Um, uh, Devin. Devin. You seemed like you really had to think about that, Devin. Well, Devin, I. Go ahead. I was going to say, I literally never do this, but I actually think I know somebody that you would maybe get along with if you're interested. Uh, yes, please. Yes. Um, it's my manager, Carla. I'm going to call her out here and maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe something will happen. Okay. okay. Um, hey, Carla. Carla, can I get you to the, uh, can I get you to the Apple Squad desk, please? Come on Got down, you. Carla. Oh, <laughs> okay. Did you hear that, or did you put down the thing real quick? 
<laughs> I did. I put down the thing, and I, I think it's probably for the best, actually, that that sure. got cut off on the radio. <laughs> Carlos, uh, hey, do you have a squad desk, please? Yeah, uh, uh, here I am. Uh, what, what's uh, what's the issue? Uh, Carla, uh, actually, uh, this customer, Devin, uh, needed a little bit of help. So I thought maybe you could help him out. Enchante, madame. Oh, you're kissing my... May I? Um, um, my lips haven't touched finger yet. May well, I? they're so close. Uh, you don't mind? Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um, and, and, and Devin. Um, Carla, perhaps a, you can a... help me. Okay. I came to the Apple Store for a new phone, but I think I accidentally walked into the Angel Hut. Angel Hut, that's a few doors. Because all I see before me is... <laughs> Angel Hut's a few doors down. <laughs> oh, I think I understand what you're saying. You're calling me an angel. Yes. No, yeah, I'm not you... referring to the Sunglass Hut Victoria's Secret Angel crossover <laughs> store, three doors down. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry, so, I'm just so taken with your beauty. Uh, well, I'm oh here, Carla, because my phone makes me look ugly how how the your the phone makes you look ugly how could such a thing be possible wow you're one of the most attractive men i've ever seen <laughs> wow i agree <laughs> let me take let me take a look at the the whatever could you whatever you could mean okay well you see um your Daughter or coworker here, I'm not certain, was suggesting this. Coworker. <laughs> My guy, come on in. Come on in for a big one. <laughs> I get the feeling you're not even looking for anything, sir. You were just eavesdropping. Well, I like to feel smart, so I come down to the genius desk and I tell people what's what. Uh, we cut to Ryan at home. Hun, did you get a job? No, wasn't looking for one. I, I did get a lot of compliments, though. A lot of hon, compliments. Hon, come on. You know we got to send Randy to that special school. You have to get a job. I you know. You just keep going to the mall and eavesdropping. I don't want a job at the Apple Store. Okay, I want a job from someone that shops cut, at the Apple Store. Cut back to the mall. Um, hi, sir. You've been uh, walking around this angel hut for a while. Thank uh, you. You noticed. You looking for anything? Uh, well, you know, I'm looking for a lot of things. Uh, what are you looking for? Well, there's actually a, an employee. Um, we're, we're looking for employees right now. You're hiring? Yeah. Well, I wow. noticed that you've been sort of shuffling around the room, uh, but not looking at anything. So I thought maybe you were kind of working up the gall to, you know, ask for a, a job perhaps. Well, I'm pretty helpful. I'm a pretty helpful guy. I was here just sort of overhearing other people's conversations and... Uh -huh. Butting in when they seemed lost, you know. So I guess you're well, that's right. I exactly, would make a pretty good employee. That's exactly the type of thing that uh, we need at Angel Hut. A lot of people are confused about our Victoria's Secret <laughs> sunglass uh, crossover. Oh, it's not product. confusing to me, my man. Not, not at all. Oh, really? So you've been studying the the inventory? Of well, course, you sell the lingerie and then you sell the sunglasses to hide the eyes from looking at it. I totally get it. Well, that's exactly right. <laughs> uh, um, I think that you would be a perfect fit to work here, uh, uh, if you'd like. Well, that's really flattering, but if I'm being honest, I don't know that you can afford me. Oh, um, 
What I'm are a pretty you... skilled everything. So okay, well, you've demonstrated that. What What are you looking for? I mean, we're we're looking to pay uh, eighteen dollars an hour, sort of our starting. Well, my uh, yearly salary requirement is typically two hundred grand. Is that something grand. you think you could work out? Um, I don't. I don't think that we'd be able to do that uh, for retail or even a manager position. That would kind mm-hmm. of be. Uh, all right. Well, I guess you guys aren't very serious. I'll go back to Apple and suggest things to all the other customers and see if anybody rich hears me and thinks I'm smart. Okay. Um, Maybe I'll try Cheesecake Factory. We cut back then to the no house. One... Hello, sir, ma'am. It, uh, it's hello. Uh, I come to you uh, as a representative of the special school that wants Randy. It's four o'clock in the morning. Is there a problem? Not at all. Or a gift? <laughs> no, it's just at Dr. Xavier's school for gifted children. <laughs> we feel that young Randy would be an excellent addition to the school, and we'd be really, the whole world would be missing out without his Whoa, he's skills floating. and powers. Oh, my God. Well, do you guys do scholarships or something like that? Uh, we could. Do I just can't have him tearing the house apart again. <laughs> he keeps tearing the house apart every time he smells something good. Matt, <laughs> what? I'm tired of living the lie. The house has been thrashed. He's a good boy, all right. He's just a little peculiar. That's all. Uh, exactly, and we just want to focus his training. And ma'am, I see you putting the robe on. Cyclops is wearing glasses on top of his Cyclops thing, but he's not. Those aren't angel sunglasses, angel hat glasses. He's not perving oh, out I on see. you there. It's okay. <laughs> Cyclops, you, just take the glasses it. off. I think you're, it's kind of. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> My wife. Uh, I'll save you, mom. Uh, first, I gotta. I gotta cook up something that smells good. Pack <laughs> of eggs. Eggs? Oh, that smells good. <laughs> Not the living room again, but but yes, save mom. The, as the house is torn asunder, but but the mom is put back together. <laughs> the destruction of the house is matched by the fixing of the mom's body. But sort of like Frankenstein style. It's uh, just covered in blood, clearly dead. <laughs> it's just sewn together piece by piece. Yeah, but instead of having like flesh arm, it's like a sconce. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. I could not look, okay? See <laughs> <laughs> That's what I love about improv is you never know where you're going to go. Who knew that was in the world of X-Men, you know? Yeah. Uh, I feel like there's a lot of stuff like that now, though, eh? We're like, now we got Marvel Christmas movies and stuff right. like that. I wonder if we're going to see more of that, more like genre Probably, because it's probably just the thing where it's like, ugh, no one watched. Oh, we don't, we're not going to take any risks on anything. So it's like, you have right. a pitch for me for a Halloween movie? Okay, it's Thor, Thor is getting scared. We need like a guarantee that a certain amount of people will watch it. They should make a movie that like stumbles into the Marvel universe, or like it was always in the Marvel universe, but that just wasn't the focus of the film. You know what I mean? They've done that before, haven't they? With like a, a Split, finding out that like the sorry spoiler alert. Uh, so if you're you haven't seen Split yet, <laughs> give this a pause, fast forward. 
a couple Thank of seconds. So uh, but isn't that in like the uh, the glass universe or something like yeah, that? And that was the a big twist at the universe. end. Right. Yeah. The One of the funniest universe. twists of all time to just cut to Bruce Willis watching the news. And it's the yeah. story of the movie you just watched. <laughs> well, I also was watching with a group of people that had absolutely never seen any of those Bold, movies. Yeah. Who, so we're just very, like, deeply confused as to what was happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unbreakable came out, like, 20 years ago yeah. or something, yeah. right? Like... And not really like the biggest one in a in a series we're all thinking about. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Like I remember seeing it when I was a kid, but I had no idea that like this is part of a universe. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this yeah, is just yeah. a movie called Unbreakable. <laughs> right. It's like somebody pitching something from like an improv show, but like referencing the show all the time. It's like nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's nothing worse than – oh, sorry, Dan, no, go ahead. No, please. There's nothing worse than trying to explain – like, when people ask how did your improv show go, they want to hear good. That's it. Like, nobody yeah. wants to hear any additional detail, yeah. even one right. more word, and people are immediately, like, deep – in my experience, at least, deeply uninterested. Totally. Yeah. I feel like almost every person at an improv show is, like, in the audience, is working up the the bravery to do improv – or they're not in the audience. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, that's so interesting. Like if you're not almost an improviser, because improvisers don't watch improv shows that often, I don't feel. You know what I mean? Like once I started doing them, I was like, whew, cool. Don't have to be in the dumb audience anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ryan, I, I, that's I still everybody go, that I still listens go to, to this. <laughs> yeah, same. You both go to a lot of shows. Yeah. I mean, yeah. well. Now there aren't as many, right. but I use No, I still like them, of course, of course. Yeah. I saw you at a show just last Monday, James. Yes. Both you and Vic were very funny in that show. Oh, thanks. I, uh... <laughs> I was like, Vic wasn't on my group, and I had to no, re-, no, no, re- Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's so funny that James wasn't performing and was there, and you remember that James was there, and I was I remember was you were there. I just don't remember doing it. <laughs> and you forgot that I was there. Vic... Nothing you did in the show struck me as memorable. And so, honestly, but seven days later, I have forgotten that you were there. Honestly, that's a gift, I think. You know what? You do, you have a bad show, and then people just forgetting that you were in the show is the best possible outcome. That's true. No, it was just that you, we didn't talk after the show. James and I talked, like, I visited with some people. I see. I understand. I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to keep apologizing for this. Bullshit. I don't think you did apologize. <laughs> I guess I not. Do it once. Justifying, I mean. <laughs> justifying. Because I don't apologize, I justify. I see. I understand. <laughs> you were very funny, I remember now. <laughs> no, that's okay. You were funny, I remember now. No, that's okay. You were very funny. It's okay. I, I no, 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 no. <laughs> now I put the, myself into a corner. You did the talking <laughs> animal. <laughs> Didn't you do the karate? You did a great the move. Grandma. You did a great move a where you turned a scene into a uh, like you made it into a dreamish sequence of a proposal. I'm so sorry that I did this because this is my worst nightmare. Is that now <laughs> I bat myself into a corner? People be like, "No, you did a really good job. Uh, this was a good thing." You I'm did. trying to do the thing where you just describe an improv show and see how far we can <laughs> oh, go. Oh, I see. Um, well, let's listen to a listener voicemail. Um, folks, if you don't know this, 818-465-8656, you can call that number, leave us a voicemail, and we will do improv inspired by that voicemail. Try to keep it under a minute and uh, only true stories, which has never been an issue, but I like to repeat it. 
Um, this email is about um, someone, uh, someone's buddy in prison is what it's been titled for us in the doc. So let's see what we got here. Hey, man, dog pod. This is Zach. First time, long time. I just want to share a quick story. I have a buddy in prison, and we only get like 40 minutes a week to talk to him on a mandated Zoom call. And in the last time since I had seen him, I had grown a mustache. And when we join on the call, he always has like a big list of all the topics he wants to go over. But once he saw my mustache, he crumpled up the paper, and he just spent like the last like the 10 minutes just roasting me <laughs> on my mustache, calling me metrosexual Jeff Foxworthy, fat Nigel Thornberry. I look like all the members of the village people put into one. It was just a really great time. Thanks for being a source of bright joy and humor in what has otherwise definitely been the shittiest time of my life. All right. You guys have a good day. Thank you, Zach. I'm sorry it's been yeah. the shittiest time of your life, but I uh, appreciate the kind words. And I hope the mustache looks great. <laughs> it's funny because between the two of the specifics, I'm like, did this buddy go to jail in 2003? Because that's where his references <laughs> stop. Yeah, like metrosexual and the thornberries is like very. <laughs> that's like the original Queer Eye on Comedy Central is when metrosexual became popular. And it was basically, uh, not to go on a big tangent, but such a funny time where it was like men dressing stylishly we can't call it gay uh but it's it's metrosexual and it's like weird yeah. to do it but it's a big trend and it's like right. i think it's just dressing well yeah having some semblance of a fashion sense yeah. <laughs> um and i don't remember nigel thornberry having a I don't remember his mustache. I, James, go rewatch the Wild Thornberry. I, I mean, I remember Nigel Thornberry for sure. I just didn't. I didn't remember that he had a prominent mustache. I guess. Even though I know it's not true, I'm picturing the grandpa from Rugrats. He had a huge mustache. <laughs> okay, but I, that's I don't know. I, Wild Thornberrys was just beyond my time as far as cartoons. All right, guys, uh, thank you for coming in and meeting with me. Obviously, uh, we're here to talk about Steven's performance in school. And I, uh, <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, there's been a bit of a behavioral issue, and I just wanted to nip this in the bud before it got worse. Steven's obviously been a really good student, and, <laughs> and, uh, I'm sorry, Dad, is that serious? Huh? Dad, is that a serious mustache? Uh, is it serious? Uh, yeah, I just, I don't remember that on you at parent teacher night. It just looks like it's for a costume or something. Uh, well, I've been, uh, yeah, I guess it's, I think it's looks good. Um, <laughs> what, okay. yeah, it's serious. <laughs> yeah, I guess okay. it looks kind of different from, uh, how I used to wear it, but let's talk about, uh, Steven. If he's it got... looks really different. Yes, you're right. You're right. I'm, uh, yes, I'll be professional. Now, Steven has been acting be up more in class. serious when it comes to my child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. It's funny to see you make a serious face with that silly, but anyway, um, Steven has been talking out of turn and you know, mm. not a huge deal all the time. Sort of. That's something I feel like I can normally handle, but it's gotten pretty incessant. And it seems like we are starting to have a real back and forth. And I'm not sure that he realizes that me as the teacher, I speak, they listen. It's not as much of a back and forth when I'm trying to get a point across. I and see. I'm just wondering, I'm not seeming to be able to make any headway. 
And I was wondering if you guys knew anything about this. Do you know? Do you remember roughly when it started? Like, has this been going on for a while? It's just not my experience of Steven uh, generally. I guess I would say about six weeks ago. There was a real change after spring break. Um, yeah, I, I would say know. he lost a little bit. I don't know. He's lost a little respect for authority, I would say. Like an inability yeah. to take the adults yeah. in his life seriously. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm not so I'm not so sure about that. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think it sounds like Stephen is just engaged and uh, wanting to participate in in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I don't think it has anything to do with him sort of realizing that adults maybe you know, don't have all the answers, don't have it all together, or or th- th- some conclusion he reached by any sort of change that he might have seen in me in the past uh, few months. I guess I'm just going to say it. I think it's because of your ridiculous mustache. Okay. <laughs> okay. I do. I think it's so crazy. I had no idea what was going to happen at this meeting, and then when I sat down at the table across from that... It just struck me. Okay, this so is So I decided to grow out my mustache a little bit. I decided to try something new. And then suddenly all of the uh suddenly there's there's no order in the family anymore because and that's It's my not fault. just the mustache. It's not just the mustache. It's uh, the mustache mixed with the turtleneck mixed with the corduroy pants. I'm not attracted to you anymore. He can see there's tension in the home. He sees that parents, there is no love or sexual respect between a pair of parents. I can't kiss what do you my mean? husband. I love and sexually, re- I, I'm sexually attracted to you still. I'm really glad I struck such a nerve here. This it, is good work. It, it, it's obvious he's having trouble at school because we're having trouble at home. And and I, it can't, I know we can't just blame a a lot of hair on one lip, but, but it, it, it's... That would be ridiculous. <laughs> well, has there been any other big changes at home? I didn't want to say anything, but this looks like a new Bob. Okay. My husband's Bob and mustache look. That <laughs> <laughs> could be... Could be one it is a new Bob. <laughs> I'm still... I just got it a week ago. They said it takes a few weeks for the shape to you, come in correctly. You were had. You were had. You are you are terrible with money, and you are trusting of everyone in your life but your own damn wife. Okay. Oh, and you know better than uh, than the, the stylist. You know better than the stylist. His name Sometimes is Bob it- Mustache. I'm not. Oh, hello. Yes. Uh, Mrs. Kellerman said that I was skipping the end of band to come and talk to you guys. Stephen, hi. Yes. Grab a seat. Come on in. Grab a seat. Come on in. I'm talking to your parents oh, here. Boy, and we're boy. learning a lot. We're learning a lot. Mom, Mr. H, Edward, how are you guys? That's new, by the way. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I noticed you call your dad Edward. Is that, I mean, I know you're growing up, you know, children Allegedly. or young kids want Allegedly. to. Allegedly. You don't think he's your father. Well, I don't know. Well, when did this feeling come in? Do you see in? this? Do you see this? Your own son doesn't even believe that you could have <laughs> made a child, which I don't even know. I'm starting to wonder again if it's yours because there, this is what I'm looking at is not a man with the virile sperm. I'll tell you that much. Uh, uh, please. Yeah, please, there's no parents. way that my dad could be fucking Lord Farquaad. <laughs> 
please, please, let's all let's all bring the decorum back to a level that's acceptable at school. Yeah, right? and let's and let's get through this meeting because we have to get to we have <laughs> to get, get to Bob Mustache. We gotta get back to we, Bob Mustache. That's what you fucking sound like. Well, that, that's what Edward, I sound like because that's idiot. what I'm saying. And you have an appointment at Bob Mustaches right after this. I'm taking you. No, I gotta there. stop. I'm putting my no, foot no, down. No. Yes. No, so am I. Thank you. No. Thank you. Right. Come on, the kid doesn't even have this? a mustache. You're just gonna give him a bob, and that's it. I don't think so. We don't know what Bob Mustache is gonna give Stephen. Ricky and Lance and I are hanging out at the quarry after school. Well, Ricky and Lance can come to Bob Mustaches too, and I think it'll do them a little bit of good because I've heard that they've been smoking pot down at the quarry, and perhaps they ought to have a you know a a, a, a new sense of of self and self respect. You Did heard you they were haircut to teach yourself a lesson. <laughs> I went into this. I went to Bob Mustache to get a new haircut because is it I, Bob slash Mustache or is his name that's Bob? His mustache? name Bob Mustache, <laughs> but he doesn't only give bobs or suggest people grow out mustaches. He's a hairstylist and he does all kinds of things. But he has made me more confident in myself than I've felt in five years. And so I thought maybe that would do Steven a little bit of good if he's having trouble in school to maybe see Bob Mustache. Because when you look good, you feel good. You feel good right now? I feel, I feel great. I feel myself. These corduroy pants have never felt so – I've never worn pants that felt so good. Uh, and the turtleneck, I always walked around with my neck exposed and it was cold. And now I'm not. I feel good, wow. and it's all thanks to Bob Mustache. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm quite honestly taken aback. Uh, that look I thought was a look of complete giving up and lack of confidence. Giving but- up? I'm in my second act. It's a whole new me. <laughs> well, I can't wait for fucking intermission. <laughs> Well, I'm intermission say, already miss. happened because it's the second act. I th- well, I'm thinking of a five-act <laughs> play structure. Mrs. Jones, I do have to say, I don't think your attitude is helpful. Oh. I, I don't think it's wrong. I don't think your opinion is wrong. But I do think there's got to be some level of respect. You don't have to live with him. I swore a vow to love and cherish him for the rest of my life. And then after 24 years, the man I thought I knew, who had a standard... Combed haircut. Uh, don't He's comb really your bob while I'm it. talking. Really See? <laughs> the bob is his wife, okay? The bob is his wife. He, he's cheating on me with this bob and mustache, and it's embarrassing to my son, okay? Ah, we see what it is now, don't we? What? We see this. This is really a story of neglect. Mother is feeling neglected. Maybe father was feeling neglected, needed no. something to feel powerful. Steven, obviously feeling neglected it's not by both of his parents. I'm feeling embarrassed. It's it. not that. I'm feeling incredibly yeah. embarrassed. I think you're on to something, Teach. I think it's <laughs> feelings of neglect. I think we've okay. all been feeling I've, neglected. Do you know what it's like going to bed every night, feeling like you want to bully your father? <laughs> well, yes. Yes, you I do. You do? Mr. I H. I want to lead with this. It's not Mr. H. It's Mr. M. My dad is Bob Mustache. Oh, my God. What? And I've wanted to kill him for 36 years, ever since I found out what his whole deal was. 
You don't know how good you have it to have Bob Mustache as a father. I would I give anything to have Bob Mustache as my father. You know what I think the problem is in this room? Is I'm hearing a lot of ungratefulness from children for their great fathers. You want to bully your father? What do you know that Bob Mustache, I was addicted to gambling before I started talking to Bob Mustache and going in and He's a helpful and having, guy. What? That was six weeks ago. You were addicted to gambling six weeks ago? I was addicted to gambling. Oh, Stephen, I didn't want you to find out this way. It's good. To, it's fine to have it out in the open, Stephen. I think it's fine for you to learn. Your father gambled a lot of our savings and some of your college fund away on college football. And it was because I hated myself. But after talking about Bob Mustache, now I don't hate myself anymore. You don't? So how could you say that about your father? Do you know that we couldn't get a table at a Red Lobster? They weren't busy. They didn't want to seat him in the restaurant because he looked too ridiculous. They didn't say that out loud, but I, I That's saw That's really it. unfortunate. That's really unfortunate. It's humiliating. It's humiliating sure, for I me mean, his wife. It's humiliating to happen in front of my son. I, I mean... I hear you feel really confident and better than you've ever felt in your life, but is it too much to ask from your son's teacher, your son, and your wife to change the look, maybe go back? Is that what you want? You want me yeah. to go, you want me to go yes. back? You want me to go yes. back to how I was? Yes. Back to yep. feeling bad about myself? Yes. Back to... <laughs> Uh-huh. Gambling away your college fund? Yes. Back to not talking to any yes. of my friends, slowly yes. isolating myself as I get older. Yeah. Because I'm ashamed of who I am. That's yes. what you want me to go back to? Yes. Well, Stephen, if that's what you really want. And if that's what you want. It is. Then I'll do that. Okay. We oh. cut to Bob Mustaches. Hey, welcome back. You here for a trim? Hey, Edward. Um, looking good. <laughs> Edward. Yeah. All right. Rocking the BM. Uh, yeah, um, <clears throat> Bob. Uh, I am here for a trim. And it's actually okay. going to be my last <laughs> trim. What, are you growing it all the way out? Well, my last, my, I need a trim to end this haircut. And, I mean, I'll continue getting trims later, but not here anymore. What are you talking about? Look around. That's the look we all have. I know. And I can't tell you, everybody in here, how much it's meant to me these past six weeks, I think it's been, <laughs> that we've gotten to know each other. Um, your support has meant a lot, but unfortunately... It's causing too much strain with my family, and they want me to go back. Eddie, wait. <gasps> you forgot your wallet. I don't know how you're going to pay for your haircut to get this dumb thing off of your head without your wallet. Okay. Wait, wait. Is that your son? Yeah. You still speak to your son? I still speak to Steven, yeah. Most of us lost wow. touch with our families years ago. It's incredible to see you've been able to keep the relationship. How'd you do it? Young man, come in here, please. Come in. 
Me? Yeah. Oh, I don't want to. <laughs> Come on, grab a bowl. I don't, a bowl? <laughs> yeah, we use big bowls. <laughs> For haircuts? Oh, I don't think so. Thank you, though. I've been growing out my hair. I got really long hair. It looks really good. It looks really strong. Oh. Looks like it could really oh. hold a bob. <laughs> yeah. Not thanks. every head can that. hold a bob, you know. Is that true? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, well, I, you know, I eat, um, I do uh, biotin, so, you know, it's keeping my hair strong. Wow. wow, you must have a good dad to buy you that fancy product. Um, fellas, fellas, come on, you don't got to lay it on so thick. Yeah, I mean, you know, Eddie's always good about making sure I got my hair vitamins, so I appreciate, you know, I appreciate that. Yeah, Eddie's a smart man. He's a really smart man. You know, he saved my life. What? He saved my life when he let me give him a haircut. Wait, is that true? Yeah. How so? Well, this is my job. If nobody gets Bob, I won't really be able to pay for anything. So every every oh. person, little by little, saves my life. Who gets the haircut here? Hey, Stephen. I see. Yeah. What do you say? We clean up your old man's bob and mustache. Give you a bob, and then the fifteen of us go into Angel. Oh man, Hut. this is a big shop. <laughs> oh yeah. We go into Angel Hut, and we get some sunglasses. They can't kick you out if you're looking. Uh, we see that this character is played uh, by Tony Stark uh, with a pair of glasses on. <laughs> see? Yeah, Got in the it. Marvel U. Credits roll yes, on Iron I Man. Love yeah. Cut to the shawarma shop. Wow. <laughs> People are going to retroactively enjoy that. So much more now that they know it was part of the Marvel universe. Yeah, yeah. Totally, totally. Hey, don't spoil this scene on social media. Let people <laughs> discover it themselves. Yeah. Don't right. post it. Right. Um, James, Vic, what a lovely time I had today. Oh, what a blast. It was so yeah, great seeing you both. It's always so good seeing you guys. What a freaking treat. What a treat. Y'all are lovely. Thank you so much for being here. Is there anything that you guys are up to that you'd love to tell our audience about? Anything you'd like to plug or anything that they could find you? You know, maybe just your internet handles. Mm-hmm. Vic? Um, I mean, like, you know, not a plug for me necessarily, but, you know, I think just in general, there's a lot of really horrible, terrible, no good, very bad anti-trans bills popping up literally all over the country by the day. Uh, I use, I usually like to, you can follow along, sort of like see where those are popping up uh, with the ACLU and uh, go find local organizations in your state that are helping tackle those Uh yeah, get get involved. Never never too late, never too small. Just to, to get involved. Sounds Great. nice. That's uh that's the second time you've plugged that on the air and it's a, a nice reminder and uh thank you for saying it. James? Of course. Um yes, uh well We should have had you go first. This happened last time again <laughs> where it feels humiliating to plug something self serving. Um, obviously okay. uh I second everything Vic said. Um, and uh, you, you can follow me on Twitter at Pizza Manion. And your new short Fart Buddies is out. <laughs> yeah, coming Fart out Buddies soon. is out. Um, <laughs> I think we got to something really true. With <laughs> fart Buddies. Good. We got to just some real truth. Uh, Good. Follow everything James and Vic do. Uh, we, of course, love them on the show. And mm-hmm. um, uh, patreon.com slash you're the man now, doc, for our stuff. 
Um, if you listen to this on Friday and everything went all right, this is always a huge risk to do in advance. <laughs> but if if we did this correctly, there is a new there is new Big Grande material on BigGrandeWebsite.com. I won't say specifically what it is in case it didn't end up coming out, but we do have new <laughs> stuff that you can get from us there. And while you're at it, why not get some Big Grande merch uh, for for the holidays for your family? Um, yeah. uh, I'm I'm very proud of the merch we have on there. Um, thanks to Brian Holmes for production and editing help. Annie Wu for Annie our logo. Annie Wu for our logo, of course. Casey Trailer for our song. And Annie Wu for a lot of the merch stuff. Her designs are so great and so funny. She's such a good artist, yes. and we are lucky so to have talented. her help out. She's the best. Um, and um, thanks again, James Vick, for being here. And we'll see you all soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>